0: Hello, welcome to Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D E R E K, at comicbooknoise.com, or you can call the audio comment line at 734 772 Alright, let's see if I like this one. Mom, um, if you've been a uh, long time, or even probably a semi long time, listener of comic book noise, you know that there are times when I am recording from my car, such as this one, and uh, I've been known to record for a good 10, 15 minutes, decide in mid-sentence, yeah, I don't like that," and then just delete it, you know, delete the uh, episode I've been working on. Um, I've already done that this morning, <laughs> you know, and I've actually done that a couple times over the week, um, not in the week on. So that's why the, uh, that's why I sound sort of just, uh, frustrated with the world right now. Anyway, um, a few weeks <coughs> ago, I, uh, a friend of mine, Anthony, gave me a, um, a code for the digital version of Deadpool 2 and um, it's really weird because like with Deadpool 1 um, I like the movie but I had abs- well with Deadpool 1 I had absolutely no intention on seeing it in the uh, theater um, because I just I just didn't care for Deadpool I think, I think I've been very uh, public with that Deadpool's not one of my favorite characters, never has been, probably never will be. Um, that said, when I saw the first movie, I, I cracked up. I thought it was funny, I thought it was it was good, and it got me interested in the character. So I read a bunch of his um, Deadpool and Cable series, um, and I liked it, you know. I thought, okay, yeah, this is pretty good. I think I may have read like eight or nine issues in a row, all in one sitting. Um, maybe not that many maybe it just felt that way, but, uh, I thought it was, I thought that the series was done really well, and I thought that the, um, that the movie was pretty good, you know, and then, uh, Anthony gave me the code for Deadpool 2, which, when it came out in the theater, it's one of those deals, it's, it's sort of like Teen Titans Go the Movie, or Teen Titans Go to the Movie, movies, um, I really had no intention on seeing either one of those movies, you know, it's like, if I'm somewhere and they come on TV, I'll watch them, but I'm not gonna go out of my way, you know, Um, but I kept hearing really good things about both movies, and I still haven't seen Teen Titans go to the movies, but um, I I probably will now, because I actually don't like the Teen Titans Go television show. Uh, In fact, most people I know uh, don't like it, but we're all grown folks, and it's not meant for us, you know? Um, And, of course, it's going to be those those people who just like anything that DC puts out, in which case I'm not talking about you. Of course you like it, because you like anything they put out, but... um, no, one thing that I, I, I heard was that the um, the movie Teen Titans Go to Movies actually writes with parents in mind, you know. So it's not just uh, you know kid jokes. So like I said, I'm interested in seeing it one day. But um, Deadpool Two is like I like the first movie. I don't know how they can um, recapture the spirit of the first movie, because the, the first one was just like, like I said, it was hilarious, right, um, but when he gave me the thing, I watched it, Uh and I was only going to watch like maybe a few minutes, uh, I forgot what I was going to do, yeah, I was going to do something that ultimately didn't turn out to be important, because, you know, I started watching uh, the movie, and I watched it all the way through, you know, I was like, yeah, let me just check out, like, I think I was just going to check out until the credits, um, and if you've seen the movie, which I'm going to try my very best, not to spoil any of this movie, um, or, you know, uh, certain plot points I'm going to try not to, um, reveal, and one of the biggest happens before the credits, you know, um, and so I'm watching this, like I said, I'm just going to watch the credits, and, that part happens, and I'm like, whoa, wow, can't believe did that, and as I'm thinking it, all these things that I'm thinking are showing up in the credits, you know, I mean, if you, if you really paid attention, because, uh, you know, most people, they just see credits and it just, just like, goes in one eye and out the other, you know, um, they don't really pay that close attention, I really wasn't paying that close attention because of what just happened on the screen. And for, I, I swear to you, for a second, I thought, holy shit, am I having a, a stroke or something? <laughs> you know, because some of the thoughts I was having were showing up on the screen. And right then and there, when I realized, okay, they're doing this on purpose, I thought, all right, yeah, they've stepped up their game. You know, it's not all just uh, raunchy humor. There's a lot more subtle shit going on here. And that's one thing that you really... Could not say um, about the first movie. The first movie was not subtle at all. Um, if you watch, if you, you know, if you read some of the books, they're not subtle at all. And for most of this movie, uh, it was not, you know, highly steeped in subtlety. But when, but when you have jokes like the credits, um, to me, it worked. You know, it's like. Um, if you ever seen the movie uh, Black Dynamite <laughs> This is one, this one part I don't remember a whole lot about that movie Because there's one part that just stood out for me That made me laugh so much um, It's where one of the guys One of the thugs um, Pretty much reads his stage direction <laughs> He goes, turn slowly, right? And when he did that, I cracked up I laughed so hard. I even posted on uh, Twitter about that one scene, and the uh, I think it was a director, producer, writer, somebody like that, got back with me saying, "I'm glad you like that. That was my favorite part as well." I mean, something like that. And it was funny. It was funny as hell. Um, but it was it was funny because it was subtle, you know, sort of like um, Janet Dubois fight, and uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. You know, there's a fight in, the, uh, in the diner. Um, and basically what happens is uh, Janet DuBois played, um, oh, God, uh, Wilona Woods from Good Times, right? And, you know, she's, she's she's probably in her 50s when this movie was made. You know, 50-year-old black woman. She was dressed in a nightgown, had the um, the, the thing to cover her hair and rollers in. Uh, guys come in her diner or something And she goes to fight them And all of a sudden she's a white guy with a mustache <laughs> You know And I thought that was hilarious Because it just you know It's like okay this is the um, This is the stunt double uh, I thought it was funny There were people who were around me Because I saw this in the theater when it came out That you know how old I am um, I know, What the fuck are you talking about I'm 51 Anyway um, A lot of them like oh man they messed up right they thought that they were being that the the movie was being serious when they when they uh turned into a a a white guy with a mustache um i thought it was hilarious you know um anyway so yeah deadpool 2 i wasn't expecting uh subtlety You know, and there were a couple times where they did that. They did some really subtle jokes that if you were paying attention, you got immediately. If you weren't paying attention, it doesn't matter because it didn't really distract from anything. Um, Yeah. Now, I will tell you one thing that I liked about this movie above all, right? This was, to me, one of the few times in the movies, live action movies, that they got the X Men right. Not just um, not just the action portion of the X Men, but the the teamwork, the, the training, the school, that whole part. They get to me. That felt like X Men. that came off of the um, the page onto the screen. You know, it, it to me that it it felt like an X Men. You know, because. Um, a lot of the movies, um <laughs> especially the ones right before and right after Days of Future Past, uh felt like a person read The X-Men but only paid attention to the A store. You know, they didn't pay any attention to any of the um the uh the subplots they don't know what really made the X-Men's, especially the Chris Claremont run, so special. You know? They just saw, okay, a bunch of costume characters fighting a big villain. You know? And, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about Apocalypse, right? Which I did not hate as much as some people did. But it just felt like one great big fight scene. There were no little, to me, there were no little moments that uh, screamed X-Men. You know? <coughs> Excuse me. And Logan, which I really liked, seemed like it was all little moments about what made Wolverine and X twenty three so special, and uh, Charles Xavier so special, without really giving us that big bombastic uh, X Men feel. You know, but there were points in this movie where they got to me the feel right, where they uh, sort of switched up the right ways on both both aspects of the X-Men, um, oh, <laughs> I want to think, there was, there's one other thing I wanted to, to point out, uh, about the movie, but I cannot remember what it was, oh, shit, um, but yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and I think a lot of people forget that there are not one, but two X-Men related TV shows on the air right now, and to me, um, once again, they both sort of—they um, don't really feel like the X-Men. Um, I have to rewatch uh, Legion because I really—I tell you the truth—I thought Legion was done after the first season. Um, I did not like the first season. A lot of people talk about how great it was. Uh, I barely made it to through two, possibly three episodes, um, and I was like, oh, "This, this—I can't take it. I'm gonna stop watching." But it came back, and people are talking about how good it is still. And I'm like, oh no, maybe it's maybe it's me, maybe it's something I'm missing, you know. So I'm willing to give it another chance. Uh, you know, I might not make matters. Um, but the other one is uh, The Gifted, and The Gifted fo- is focuses on the uh, the chase, you know, because there's always a portion of X-Men stories where they're being chased by the authorities, you know, always, um, even though, you know, they're they're heroes who've saved the world time and time again and people know about it. That's one thing I really liked about, uh, about Deadpool 2 is they treated the X-Men more like superheroes and less like, uh, you know, menaces, um, I think that's why I think they got it because when you read an X-Men book, um, we don't see them as menaces. We see them as the, the superheroes, you know, as the good guys in the book, even though everybody else around them pretty much sees them as, uh, the bad guys, you know, some sort of a threat. And, um, yeah, that's, a really good parking spot that's uh i guess one of the reasons why it just felt like to me a, a a much better x-men movie right um yeah so anyway yeah i recommend the movie if you haven't seen it because you think oh, i was just deadpool they did the first one better and all that kind of stuff um i think this is a good continuation um And if they come out with a Deadpool 3, which may or may not happen because now, um, Disney has decided that they want all of the superheroes that are in DC. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, I said it before, I will always say it. The best part about Marvel not having all of their characters at one time is that we got to see new characters, you know, because I stand by my thing, you would not have seen an Iron Man movie, you would not have seen a Guardians of the Galaxy, or an Ant-Man, or a Doctor Strange, or or Black Panther, or a Deadpool movie, if Marvel had had um, Spider-Man, and the X-Men, and uh, Fantastic Four when it first started. Anyway, um, I'm at work now, so... Yeah, you know, I'm done making a lot of noise, (laughs) a lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.